Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. I'm Matt. And I'm Jimmy. And we are Two Average Guys uh, coming at you on the Cornhouse Grenation Facebook page. Glad to have you today. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> another rough week, I guess, but... Uh, I, I think rough week is maybe uh, a nice way of saying things, considering what happened yesterday. Um, obviously, we're a little upset, so we'll, we'll talk about... I was talking about Nebraska today um, and our loss yesterday. Um, I was actually at the game um, and so I got to see a lot in person. Uh, for those of you on, on TV, watching it on TV at home, um, you got to see it at live on TV and got to see replays. I didn't really get to see any replays, so maybe that's some better insight. But, okay. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm interested to see what you guys think about the game yesterday. Obviously, no one's happy about it. We're not supposed to be happy. We're, we're allowed to be mad that we lost. Um, so, I mean, really just a lot of discussion. Jimmy, right, kick, kick us off. Let us know so, what you think. A tough loss, man. Uh, there was a lot of talk going into the game about how Troy went in and beat LSU at LSU last year. I didn't uh-huh. really think that that was uh, going to happen again. I think they had a different and quarterback beat, last year. I think they beat Texas year before. Maybe. If I remember um, correct. But I think they, you know, it wasn't the same Troy team that went and won at LSU last year. They no. didn't have the same quarterback. Um, so I, I didn't think that we really had too much to worry about, honestly. I thought we were going to ro- roll over them. I thought we were going to run the ball, especially uh, – you know, everyone expected Martinez to be out. It was not a surprise. I thought we were just going to run wild on him. And we did not. The offensive line was not very good. No. We struggled on the um, Yep. I, I don't know if the, the play calling was – at times it wasn't the best. Um, I don't think in general it was, it was terrible all, all around. I don't think it was great. Um, I think we could have – Put um, is, that down, is it down too low? Ah, either way, um, I think we should have maybe given bunch a few more downfield throws for one. But I don't know. I just think the game plan with bunch wasn't wasn't great. Uh, and I, f- I guess I'm having a hard way, having a hard time describing what, how I'm feeling about this. Go, go I, I feel like we had a game plan, and I, I feel like we had to change that game plan because of our first possession when he threw an interception. Right. When, when he threw, as soon as he threw that pick downfield, for one, he was scrambling. He never should have thrown that ball. It was the coverage was there? Um, it was a poor decision to throw it. But I feel like after that, the play calling was don't throw the ball downfield. We have to run it. Their game plan was. We're gonna make him throw the ball, and we're gonna stop the run. Right. So we we decided to divert to passes to the left, to the right. It worked a few times. Yeah. Um, we actually had some really good plays that went to the left and the right. Some of those short passes. Um, one thing that kind of irks me a little bit so far, which uh, once again, you know, take this all with a grain of salt here. I'm not I'm not trying to be totally negative, but one thing that came out of a lot of the camps um, in the summer and in the fall before we all got started here is how good our tight ends are. How right. good, how much he wants to get them involved because we even gave Brandon Reimers a, a scholarship. I mean, we haven't, we barely even seen him do anything because we're not getting our tight ends involved in the pass game. Now, when you're when you got good coverage on your wide receivers, which they all they had safeties over the top yesterday, they were doing a good job of cover, covering Spielman and Morgan. One thing we didn't do was utilize the slot guy or a tight end to run a shorter route, maybe five, seven yards, uh, and try to hit him maybe on a quick slant. Well, in the first play of the game, he threw a quick out to Stanley Morgan, five yards, and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that, that's good. You get him in a rhythm. Yep. We can probably see a lot of that because, you know, 
He hasn't played much, so a lot of those types of plays. But uh, yeah, through those first few drives, I mean, we could not move the ball. I didn't think we were going to score any points. No, it was rough, and they, their plan was to attack our run game. And they they probably saw us against Colorado, and they knew their de- Nebraska defense is going to keep them in the game. We're going to be able to score some points, but their defense is good enough that they're going to be stopping us. They're, they're not going to allow us to score 30, 40 points on them. So I think they knew that coming into the game, and our defense held up. Our defense did good. I mean, I saw a lot of people kind of judging our defense on how they played, but really, I mean, our defense was not the issue. 24 no. points. I mean, um, they – and one of those touchdowns was late in the game, and really we had we had some decisions to make again on third and short, fourth and short. We didn't execute, and or we didn't go for it on fourth down twice yesterday. We could have gone for fourth, fourth and, and two, one, and then we get a delay game penalty. Yep. So then and then we missed a field goal. Missed a field goal. And I almost felt like that was on purpose, like they were taking the delay game to get a little bit more space for him to kick it. I don't know, but then he he booted it right. I mean, I think. I don't know if last week's game, when it was 4th and 1, 4th and 2, if if that stopped them from trying to go yesterday. But I feel like yesterday, 4th and 1, 4th and 2, I mean, we were losing both times. Those 4th down yeah. potential conversions. And we didn't, even, we didn't even attempt to go for it. And the offense kind of stayed out there for a while, and then they brought them off. And it's like, oh, man, come on. You got – I've said this before. I think – um, you look back at Imani Cross, and I think of a Zigbo as an Imani Cross type guy. He's lost some weight, but I still think he's got the bulldozer mentality where you can push him up the middle. But you also have to look at how our offensive line produced yesterday. And, and it just they wasn't. took a step back from the first week. It wasn't a good product. Either that or the Troy defensive line was that much better than Colorado's well, defensive line. I don't know. Everything I heard all week was how undersized their defensive line was. And that's why I thought we were going to roll over them. I thought yeah. we'd just be able yep. to push them around. And yeah. and uh, maybe maybe they thought they were going to be able to push them around, and then maybe they started bringing different packages, different linebackers and defensive backs, yeah. and so yeah, know, and, yeah. Yeah, our special teams has not been good so far this year. They need to figure something out big um, time there. We, tr- Giving true. up a punt return for a touchdown is un unacceptable. And we we missed a couple tackles, and it was just bad coverage. Um, yeah. It was very bad coverage. Uh, saw a couple guys running downfield where they just kind of gave up on the play. Um, they. They tried to all run to the left side when the guy was clearly going the other way, and it just, it was just bad. Uh, Lightborn's probably been the only guy on special teams that's been showing up. Uh, he, he's been punting it pretty well, um, and so I think he's been good. But our our punt coverage, um, our we didn't have a, really a chance to have too many penalties yesterday on the punt returns. We did a lot of uh, fair catches, but. Um, our special teams needs a lot of work. Um, I, I think Agreed. true freshman kicker, um, he's clearly struggling. Um, yesterday, that was not a long kick. I think it was like a 33. It was 33 because it was 28 before that. Yeah. And I so, think maybe that is why they we didn't go for it was to – and I guess you can't really say that. If you have an opportunity to score a touchdown, you should. Yeah. You should. But he hadn't made a field goal yet at that point for the – you know, in his yeah. career. Yep. So they might have said, "Okay, it's a pretty short one. Let's get some, yeah. get him out there, get some confidence." Then they'd get the delay a game penalty, mm-hmm. moves him back, he misses yeah. anyway. He did eventually make one, but yeah. Well, and, and let's talk. Let's talk about. Um, let's talk about our um, our kick coverage on that punt that they that they miffed. So they miffed a punt, and at the eight yard line, I believe, and we oh. go down there, we covered it. Yeah. But we didn't score. We had yeah, ten points. Yeah, that and that was, to me that was that that's the difference between 
uh, uh, the Huskers that we used to know and love, and we still love them, but that's the difference between, like, a boat team, I think a boat team would have scored. Riley, eh, maybe not. But I thought the play calling was really crappy there. Where yeah, we're on the eight yard line and we that, don't score. That was a perfect example of where we have been mm-hmm. and where we want to be. Yep. Where we have been is getting a gift like that and yep. not... Not taking advantage of it. I mean, you're you're in, you're inside the twenty. I mean, our red zone has been awful this year, and that yeah. happened a couple and times I mean, yesterday. That's, that's the difference between us and one of the you know these teams that are ranked. Yeah. You know, we're we're obviously zero two at this point, but just the mistakes have piled up through the first two games. That yep. we should well, yeah, be two and zero at this point. And look and look at you got to look at yes, offense and our our red zone defense has been pretty good. Yeah. But the offensive plays where we've gone down the field with ease and scored. High tempo, we're moving the ball, we're getting on the ball fast, and we're finding the open guy really quick. We're having some good runs, making some good holes. We did it. We did that yesterday. We made some really nice runs, but we just didn't follow it up on the next possession. It just seemed like we found well, what was working, and either they decided to stop us next time, or we just didn't execute the next time we needed to do it. And I think that's the difference between adrian martinez and the difference between bunch is they have that confidence in martinez to let him kind of do a little bit more and so i don't know what the what the playbook was for bunch yesterday like how yeah, much he really how much visibility threw, did he have he really only threw a couple downfield passes obviously one was on the fourth down that we caught and yep. ended up scoring and, a touchdown yep. um but uh one thing that i i thought was interesting i had heard during the week that you know bunch is a better runner than people Realize and mm-hmm. that people expect like they're gonna see him run and and he's fa- he's fast and I Damon Benny and I heard him say I I could see him getting fifteen runs I think he had two runs at least two designed runs <laughs> yeah. one was solid he got like twelve yeah, yards was or the first one he got like twelve yards and I'm like okay yeah at that point I'm like I'm thinking all right we haven't been able to move the ball very well and that was good to see yep. and I thought we were gonna be potentially doing a lot more of that but we did not. And it just seemed well, like it was a lot of handoffs to Bell and Washington yeah. and Zigbo that, you know, at times yeah. looked good, but yeah. all together. Well, I think wasn't part enough. of that. I think part of that too is they didn't want to do any of those design runs anymore because of our offensive line and how poor they were playing. Because the last thing we want is bunch to get hurt. Because then, really, we're down to another walk-on quarterback. That's a, a true um, freshman. That's a true freshman. So we put ourselves in a bind. So I'm, I'm not mad they didn't run him more, but I also did hear that he is faster than what people think. His teammates have nothing but great things to say about him. Uh, he keeps his head on a swivel, you know. And he, if you look, if you look at his numbers, he was like 19 to 25. Um, he did not have a bad game. No, he, it was he didn't. It, it was the execution when we needed it. Not even not just from bunch, but our offensive line. Um, there were times when our wide receivers, when we were down, I could see them going out for a pass, and even if the pass was not to them, you could tell because their routes were just poor. They weren't running as fast as they could. I mean, they're not they're not tricking the defense. They weren't tricking the defense into thinking, "Hey, I'm going deep for a pass, or I'm going to make an out route, and they're going to hit me." It was it was very easy to read our offense and what bunch was going to do. And um, I mean, kudos to Troy. I mean, Troy came out and they said we're going to win. They they wanted to win, and they said it was their Super Bowl. And yeah, that, I mean. Yeah. Which, which right now, if beating Nebraska is your Super Bowl, like Colorado for you, it was beating Nebraska. You know, congratulations. We were four and eight last year. We're gonna have a rough year this year. Yeah, um, we had a back. You know, our quarterback goes down in the first game, and our backup left yep. the week of the first the first week of the season. Yeah. So, 
But you know, here's here's another thing that's been killing us: those penalties. Uh, yeah, I was had, gonna say, was it 21, 22 penalties in the first two games? Yeah, I mean, I, I was that's gonna outrageous. say the, the game came down to not executing on offense yep. and off, you know, poor offensive line play, penalties, turnovers, and then I thought the defense did play really well. They have in the yep. first couple games, but the times when they've given up. You know, the last touchdown Troy scored. Yeah. It just seemed like a, a missed assignment or something that has cost us a touchdown. Yep. When they do yep. when they do miss I know missed assignments happen a lot and that's how you are able to score, but yeah. it seems like the ones that they have, have have really hurt us, and it's been at an inopportune time. Yeah, well, and, and Williams had a fantastic game uh, on the outside covering receiver. Yeah. I mean, he, he played fantastic again. Um, I love the – I mean, I do. I love the yeah. defense. And Mohamed Berry is my favorite player <laughs> on the defense. He is probably the best player on defense, and I was so mad when he got kicked out of that game. It, it was – so, I, you know, I have different feelings about targeting. I know everyone has different feelings. Um, I'm the one that posted on the corner screen that hey, I, I, I'm at the game. That was not targeting. Um, I was, I was ticked off. I saw the replay of it, um, and I, and I'm gonna stand by it. I still don't think you. I still don't think it's targeting. But I, I, I think you called a penalty. I mean, maybe a late hit. It right. was a late hit. It was stupid. But um, you know, you see guys run. You know that aren't uh, defenseless. You know they see a hit coming or they know that someone's gonna hit them. That they aren't defenseless, and a guy is lean is pounding him with their head. You see that head-to-head contact all the time. So what's the difference between that when it's a full-on head-on-head collision? And they don't even try to hit anything but the head, and a guy that a quarterback that's going down and a shoulder going into the head. Like to me, there's not a huge difference. I think there's more of a potential impact for someone to get hurt on those head-to-head. What even when you see it coming, because that to me it seems like there's more head of speed, and I just. I feel like it was it was dumb. It was not smart for him to hit him. He was already going down. He was, there was already down. no reason to hit him. But as you and I talked about yesterday as well, you got someone like Mo who's going to get tossed for the rest of the game. Which honestly, that well, Honus came in and played fantastic. Yeah, he did, and that that was I mean that was a good thing I think because yeah. there was a lot of hype around him coming in as a JUCO, and yep. then he ended up not necessarily performing poorly, but he ended up not winning a starting role. Yeah. Um, but it looks like he's he's been working hard and he, he, he came well. in and, and played well. I, I agree. Um, but, anyway, what you yeah, saying? but so you know you have a play like that, which obviously is disappointing to see. Um, you know, it's not the first time we've seen someone from Nebraska ejected for targeting. Even though uh, Nate Gary, the one time he got ejected a few, you know, a few years back, twice. Yeah, it was one of them. Definitely was not. But either way, I, I think that when you have a play like that, then you look at the Adrian Martinez play from last week. And I know I need to get off this because it happened; it's right. over with. But the the video was sent to the Big Twelve or the Pac twelve and the Big Ten, and both of them said no, nothing to see here. When that's that's hor- that's that's crap. There's no way there's nothing well, to see. Yeah, I mean you get. You get Mohamed Berry tossed for three plus quarters of the game mm-hmm. for for what I would say is a dumb late hit bump. Yep. But then you have video proof, and yeah, I don't want to talk about it either. But but, just, but the video evidence shows that you see him look up, yeah. no ref around. He just and that's why we end up that. losing that game, in my opinion. Yeah. And the second game as well. Yeah. And who knows? We don't even know if we're going to have Martinez back next week against Michigan. And if we don't, it's going to be rough. So he could potentially be taking our guy out for a couple games. And that that's unfortunate that something like that can happen and no punishment gets handed down. So well, that's what kind of takes me off. But then you also have, later in the game, 
Um, I think it was maybe the next Husker possession. Andrew Bunch has the ball, and he gets Runs his face mask oh, grabbed and pulled down as he's trying to scramble. Yeah. Right in front of the ref. Ref didn't throw the flag. Well, there was – yeah, oh. it was twice he got hit in the face. Like, helmet pulled, face mask pulled, and, and there was nothing. And even later on in the game, he was run out of bounds or something. Yeah. I thought yeah. it was – could have been – Potentially been a late yeah. head. Well, when when you're when you're giving yourself up as a quarterback running to the sideline, you know you're going out of bounds. The players know you're going out of bounds. You're not supposed to hit them, and they they will throw flags. But overall, I thought the officiate, officiating was awful because also on one of our third downs late in the game, um, when I think well, I can't remember what the score was, um, but they called a hold on the outside mm. by. Um, it was seventeen to ten, and we caught yeah. a touchdown pass. Yep, touchdown pass for to Spielman on the sideline. Mike Williams, and, and they, they called they a, they called a holding on Williams, but. He had he had a hand in front of him. He yeah. was blocking. I mean, to me, it, it just it was everyone was shocked in the stadium. Like, uh, what, what just happened? What did they just call? And she she does love she does love her Huskers, and she's she's pretty biased. But uh, my wife seemed to think that the refs were being paid off <laughs> to have us lose. I even I even turned to my brother and I said, "Hey, I'm like, how much money are they getting paid yeah. to really do a crap I job know. in they this did, game?" But. Every time something good happened for us. You know, it did, it did I'm watching like the that. game. I'm watching the game at DJ's dugout, yeah. and it, it, it was pretty packed, and people were, people were excited. Every time I would jump up when something <laughs> good happened, and then the place flag. would just go, mm, yeah. and is because we got a flag. I'm yeah. like, come on, man, we cannot get. And I know a lot of it is self-inflicted. Yeah, but we, we got, need to clean yeah. a lot of that up. I didn't but agree with that one. I felt like there was so many calls that went against us, yeah. and well, we had we had a couple other holding penalties that on that took us back to second and twenty or first and twenty, and and we just we're not making a lot of big plays right now, so that makes it even harder for us to come back and get that play downfield and be successful and score and score. And I just feel like those those penalties are killing us, and like you said, self inflicted. But I do feel well, like I do feel like they got the benefit of some calls yesterday. I do feel like we got some calls against us that weren't right. And, yeah, that's going to happen in every game, but some of them were pretty obvious that I'm surprised that uh, they didn't go our way. But. Well, and we need to clean up the turnovers. Mm-hmm. I mean, that it's weird because, you know, and if, there, if it's a fumble, I mean, that can happen to anybody anytime anymore. Yeah. But it seemed like Frost at UCF, they did not turn the ball over very much. No. And so they need to get that instilled into the team yep. that you got to protect the football. Yep. Um, we actually should have even had one more fumble. Yeah. They went to review, and I thought his elbow hit. No one was talking about that. It was all the ball came out before his knee hit. Yeah. I thought his elbow hit, which would be called down. Uh, yeah, they ended up upholding it. That you know, it inclusive. Yeah, that that we it was just third down well, after that. But even should have even the angles that I saw on that. I mean, it was really like it looked like the knee wasn't quite down yet, but it was really hard to see on the couple angles I saw whether or not it was and I, I at that point that's why you have to uphold the call on the field because if unless there's evidence to say absolutely that ball is out or absolutely his knee is not down they you'd have to overturn it and so i think they made the right call there but that was a really hard one for them to make i well. think that we need to figure out how to not have these turnovers and get behind the eight ball yeah right off the bat you go down 14 nothing against colorado you go down 10 17 nothing against yep. troy because you have turnovers and as you know special teams punt return for yeah. touchdown 
there, there's that teams is that, what is killing us. There's teams that we're not going to be able to play back from behind. Um, yeah. And so Jordan mentioned you know, our, our third down defense. There was there were definitely some third down oh, conversions that, that they had late in the game. That last drive they scored that last touchdown, they had third and nine three, three times, times in a row. In a row. And they got it twice, and then there was a penalty on one. And the, the penalty was crap. I didn't agree with the penalty on that one either. Agreed. Um, so it was pass interference or something. They called he, holding... Yeah, he just and had the, like his hand on his back yeah. or something, and it, was, it wasn't even a catchable ball either. It wasn't even close. Um, yeah. I just I feel like you know that definitely killed us. So yes, we do need to clean up our third down defense as well. Um, yeah. You know that at one point they were zero for seven on third down conversions, and then they got yeah. three in a row. Yeah, um, um, and so I mean, that, we saw it last week too. Third and twenty four, yeah. and we get a penalty yep. that would have we could have we would have won the game at that point. Yeah, and so yeah, they did in the Colorado game. You know, late in the game. Um, I'm still seeing a lot of positive out of our defense, but those late in the game third down conversions absolutely hurt us. I mean, that's you can't deny that. And then they put the nail in the coffin on that drive to where they went up 24. Yeah, uh, there was and, and there was a whole wide open hole that guy ran through for a touchdown. Yep, yeah, and ended up being the difference in the 20, game. 24-13 at that point. You, we weren't going to come back from that. I think a lot of people started heading for the uh, heading for the parking lot at that point. Um, you, and so one thing I'm really I guess happy about. Of course, we're pissed. Of course, what, yeah. are, you, what are you gonna say? You uh, no, no. I just was thinking <laughs> back to the game how everybody was leaving, and I'm like, I don't leave until the game's mm-hmm. over. Watching, you know, leaving the bar, and we score a touchdown. I mean, if we get that two point, whatever, we yeah. don't. But we stopped them three and out and got the ball back. Yep. We still had a chance. Yep. And we throw an interception on the first play. It's just frustrating. Yeah, yeah that that was really frustrating. You know, that, hey, we still have a chance. We have we took 15 seconds off the clock on that drive that they had. Yeah, um, because they threw the ball and set it down. I don't know what they're doing. I don't know what they're doing either. They threw the and ball. then we stopped them twice running the ball. Yeah, and called two timeouts. Yeah. So that that was exciting to see that our defense really stepped up there. But I will tell you, the crowd was super into the game. Anytime we had yeah, third down, I was surprised. Uh, I mean, not sec- surprised, but yeah, sec- I, I second, glad. third down plays, everyone was up. I mean, that stadium was the loudest I've heard in a long time. Um, it was exciting to see that type of excitement, and also leaving the game, people were upset. I mean, obviously, people you could tell on their faces they weren't happy, but there wasn't a lot of like. You know, I can't believe this is happening again. Screw this, screw that. I've seen a lot of yeah. people talking about how this is no different than Mike Riley. Mike Riley said what Scott Frost is saying about trust the process and you know this and that. But this is completely different than what Mike Riley did. His staff is a lot different. His staff is actually more vocal, and the right. team is taking responsibility for yeah. what's happening I, on the field. I saw the players have said, like, this is – on us. This is like, on us. This yeah. is what we're losing because of us. It's yeah. not because of coaching. Frost would probably say differently. You know, we're not yeah. we're not coaching well enough right now. But yeah, I I haven't seen too much online. Um, I saw a couple posts. Yeah. That people said. Um, I can't believe how negative people are being. I haven't seen a lot. I feel like a lot of no. it is. I had a post. I posted a, a <laughs> Scott Frost uh, press conference. I mean. We knew it was going to be tough. Right? Yeah. Like I said, we knew we weren't going to win the national championship. Fr- Frost knew it was going to be tough. He didn't come in here thinking, you know, he still, and guess what? We still right. can't win the Big Ten right. West. Well, we still can. If he wanted easy, he could have just stayed at UCF. They're a top mm-hmm. 20 team. Yeah. He obviously is more ambitious than that. He wants to turn this program around. Yep. This is, I mean, what, what do you think the season would be like right now if we had Mike Riley? Oh, God, I mean, we wouldn't sell out. We, yeah, we at 0 2 right now. 0 okay. 2, we would lose our sellout streak. So, after the game it. didn't happen, we probably, I mean, we would have given up 40 time, points to Colorado. Tristan Jebbia would be our starting quarterback. Yep. Um, so, I mean, I, I don't know what would happen with that, but I, 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 still I think, think we lose to Colorado that first game, 
and then morale is just way down. I still think with Langsdorf as our offense coordinator, we, w- right. we would have lost. And I think we would have given forty to, at least 40 to Colorado. I still think we could have lost to Troy with Mike Riley, but I think we would have lost the sellout tr- uh, streak. You would have lost a lot of hope from fans. Scott Frost has the right mentality, has a good head on his shoulders. He believes in the players. The right. players believe in him, and the players are taking it upon themselves, holding themselves accountable for everything. Frost isn't coming out and apologizing or saying, you know, this is our fault. He's letting the players do the talking, and I think that is that that's accountability. That's them growing into being young men and taking responsibility for how they execute on the field. And we never ever would have seen that last year. Well, and ever you're totally right. And like you said, I mean, you could still win the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. The Big Ten yeah. West. Every team freaking lost yesterday. We, we lost except for seven, Iowa and Illinois. Seven, seven games. The Big Ten lost seven games to. Non-conference games, okay, so, non-conference schools that are all unranked. Right. Okay. So, is there anything else you want to talk about with Nebraska? Yeah. You know, I just I hope fans realize, and and there was a post on Cornhusker Nation earlier today as well. Is uh, you know we had the Scott Frost clip, um, and then there was a post about you know not giving up hope. I mean, really. You, right. you can't you can't just lose hope because we're zero and two. It's going to be a rough season. We might we might go four and eight again. Yeah. We might go. We're not going to go three and nine. I doubt that. But we might go four and eight. We we don't know four and seven. We don't know how the season's going to play out. But the thing is, we brought Frost in. Everyone's excited, and then we lose two games, and everyone's like, "I thought Frost would do this. I thought Frost right. would do that." I mean, people just need to kind of calm down, cooler jets, think, sit, step back, and think about what he had to come into. He's cleaning up a program that was run really really crappy i mean it yeah, was a terribly it was run program ab- kids didn't know how to tackle okay. and diaco said they didn't know how to tackle and then it was like they got worse because diaco got there um they're bringing in new schemes they're trying to do something different than what nebraska has been doing for years so these guys even seniors are now used to three years of riley and now one year under frost they're doing things they haven't done before in the weight room on the practice field in games Give them time. They are kids. They were not a pro team. And and they need to learn how to win again. We've lost a lot of games. Mm -hmm. They lost eight of the last nine games. It's really tough to to swallow when you think about that. Uh, Yeah, I I think we get a win. The only thing I've really seen is the hate is from non Husker fans. You know, the Iowa fans. You guys know who you are. Actually, I haven't seen too much from the Iowa fans. And actually, they're joking and kidding around. They've been nice. Thank you. And (laughs) actually, they they know. They know that it's going to be tough for us. Um, but that, I mean, Frost said it. Get me early. Yeah. Because later on, yeah, we're gonna be getting you. Yeah. So get us this year, Iowa. This, I guess because yeah. and actually by that point in time in the season, that's their last game. Yep. I mean, they should, depending on injuries and Martinez' yep. status and stuff like that, we should be should be on a pretty good track. Well versed. I, so. I I think there's still a lot of hope for the season. So guys, don't give up. Um, don't give up on Frost's staff. They have the right attitude. They have the right skill to get these guys to where they are. And someone's mentioned lack of talent. I disagree with that. I believe we have a lot of talent. I do too. It is putting that talent on the field that was different than what it was supposed to be in the first place and doing those different schemes and having them learn something they didn't learn before. So it's mm. not the talent itself. It is the execution and it is the training of those guys to understand their position on the field and their assignment and that's where well, that's the difference between not having talent and then just not executing the talent well and look at what we have adrian martinez true freshman maurice washington true freshman who looked great by the way yesterday. yes he did mike williams true freshman i mean you there's a lot got of a lot of youth. things and i i think i'd said the wrong team to you but 
I was looking it up. Saban lost to Louisiana Monroe his first year yeah. at Alabama. Hey, lost to uh, Troy. Rome wasn't built it in a day. Yeah, I yeah. saw a lot of posts in that. <laughs> Rome was not built in a day. And, and if you truly believe in that, you look at Tom Osborne. He didn't start off stellar either. Give Frost right. some time. And I mean, I mean it, all, it, no, no good coach did. It, unless it, they got a senior, junior-studded program that was good when they got there. You just don't see right. it. It can happen. I mean, Kirby Smart is doing it right at Georgia right now. Yep. But, I mean, you see Chip Kelly. He's 0-3 at UCLA. They lost the first Tom, three games. Tom Herman's in the second year. He's still struggling to yeah, find that. They had a big there. win. That was a big win for them. Yeah, to me, against the USC I mean, team, it was overrated. But for, for what, them, for Texas, for, it was huge. For Tom Herman, it was huge. They, they'd be a top 20 team. I, I listened to an interview this week with somebody that follow, that um, does media journalism for yeah. Texas. And he was like, this is a big one for Tom Herman. Like, if we lose... He's gonna be on the downslide because yeah. people are, are, which is unfortunate. Which is, is not. I know it's just it's kind of how Nebraska yeah. is too. I mean, we have Frost now. I guess it's different, but it's high expectations. Yeah, it's if that's come Texas. in if you come in yeah. as a as a super hot shot coach. A couple years down the road, things aren't going the way. They'll just look for the next best yeah. guy. Yep. So yeah, I, and you know, I see you know Josh Heupel's doing great things at UCF. Um, he's got he, a lot. Of, he's, he's got a lot of talent that was already there. Yep. But he's doing a good job of coaching that talent still and, and keeping them moving in the right direction. Um, so still, I still think there's a lot of positives to take away from the game. You can you can point out uh, really penalties, penalties, turnovers, special teams, turnovers. Those three things. You take those three things out of Colorado. Take those three yep. things out of the game yesterday. We win both those games. Yep. Easy. For, forget the execution. We we were still in the game. We were still in the game, and with how bad our offense was playing, because our defense was playing that well. Right. So anybody that thinks our defense isn't playing well, yes, clean up the third downs late in the game, absolutely against Colorado. And but they're tired, man. We're getting our, we're on the field way too much on defense. You see that yeah, in the pros too. You see it in every game where they just get tired. Um, Nick Saban also, yes, Micah. Nick Saban did lose to Nebraska once. Um, we blew him up yes. when he was coaching Michigan State. Yes. Thanks for the reminder there. That's always that fun. That was 97, wasn't yeah. it? Uh, 97. Yeah, was, I think so, yeah. Played him early um, in the year. I remember right. we had we had some Deneen family function, and I remember people were, like, nervous, and we blew him out. I remember I, I, was like, I was, like, 10, 11 years old, so I <laughs> I think I think it was uh, – I can't remember at this point. It might have been because it was probably around Labor Day. We must have had some time. 95. It was 95. Okay. Oh, it was 95? So I was, I was nine years old. So, yeah, I, I don't remember is that. that but, okay. um, You're probably right, Mike. You can look it up. <laughs> he, I'm sure he is, yes. Um, but I, I still think there's there's a lot of things. Yeah, 50 to 10. <laughs> and, yeah. he, and he's Lansing. Um, so I think there's there's so many good things to look forward to. We have we have Michigan next week. Listen, we know, we know yeah. Michigan is they're a defensive team. So if we get Adrian Martinez back... I think I, I'm calling right now. If we have if we have Martinez back next week, and he's healthy, and he's healthy, and I th- I don't think he was doing warm ups yesterday. I don't think he wasn't healthy. He wasn't 100. percent Right. I think we get him back. He's going to be 100 percent next week. We can beat Michigan. We can. And people can laugh at that all they want. Michigan's nothing special, guys. They have a poor offense. They have a defense. We have to figure out how we can beat the defense. And guess what? You watch film every day during the week on offense to figure out how to beat that defense, and you can do it. If anything, if anybody can do it, it's going to be those fo- the Frost style of offense to beat a Michigan team. Yeah, I'm actually really excited about this game. I'm pumped. Because, you know, everyone's kind of down right now. Mm-hmm. And we got an opportunity to play a top 20 team on the road. First, first road game. Yep. 
with a team and try with to a, steal a win. I mean, with I'm a very hungry, excited. A hungry team. Yeah, these guys, these guys are they're pissed. They are not happy that yeah. they're losing. They're very upset. They're holding themselves accountable. What do you do when you hold, hold yourself accountable? You come out and try to be your best that next game and do even better than you did the week before. And some people can say this week maybe we didn't do that. On certain parts of the game, absolutely. But guess what? Our defense was just as strong. And I think we're going to have even a stronger game next week. I think we're going to get some sacks next week. We didn't do a lot of that yesterday. Their offensive line played pretty well against us. Yeah. Um, but I think next week we're going to, into Michigan. And I think we could show them a good game. If we don't win, I bet you it's going to be a nail biter. Um, I can tell you that right now. We're not going to get blown out by Michigan. I certainly hope that we can just stay away from early turnovers, mm-hmm. early mistakes that get us down early. Like I said before, fourteen nothing, seventeen nothing. Yeah, I mean Two you can't get down like that. Yeah, so I'm 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 pumped for it. I'm excited for the I'm game. I'm really excited. It's about an eleven that. o'clock game, um, and I just hope that we come out on fire and we learn from these last two games and say we're not doing that again. And as and guess what, Frost, his first Big Ten game. Guess what he's saying? I don't want to. I don't want to freaking lose that game. Well, and uh, when his when he was his first year at UCF, they went on the road. His first it might have been his first road game, maybe not. Anyway, they went on the road at Michigan, and. They ended up losing by twenty some points, but yeah. they played tough, and they they especially early on it was it was a close game. So I expect the same. Yes, I think we'll do fine. I'm not worried about Michigan. I still think Michigan's overhyped. I think they're overrated. Still, <laughs> they're not overrated, but I think they're overhyped. Um, and I think once we get into Big Ten play, I think Michigan's going to get exposed, um, and I think they're going to expose fast. Um, so I yes, we still have a chance to wake the Big Ten West. We still have a chance to win the Big Ten West. I'll say we it again. Should beat we have a chance to still win the Big Ten West, even with those first two losses. We should beat the majority of the teams in our division. And so, hopefully we can steal some of these other games. All right, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, so, so let's talk about the Big Ten. Yesterday, so that, that's all necessarily the Husker talk, unless anyone brings anything else into the conversation here. But um, yesterday, seven Big Ten teams lost to unranked opponents that are also non-conference games. Um, so you got to think. I mean, how the, how many of those were Power Five? Well, Wisconsin lost to BYU. BYU is not necessarily Power Five, no. but they're one of those independents, so it's whatever. I mean, you got Mizzou and Kansas. So <laughs> Purdue lost to Missouri, forty to thirty-seven, um, and Rutgers lost to KU, fifty-five to fourteen. That's outrageous. KU, first of all, KU has been the worst Power Five team KU in won college on, football for like for years. For years. years, they won their first road game. They won their first game on the road in nine years last week when they won. That's really bad. And then they be, they killed Rutgers at home yesterday. So Rutgers, they are still not a great <laughs> program, and uh, they haven't been since. They what did Ohio line. State beat Rutgers by? I don't know. Not. I don't think they beat. I don't know if they beat them by that much or not. But they. I think. I think they beat them pretty good still. Uh, but Wisconsin loses to BYU. That's probably the biggest story yesterday. Was the Wisconsin. I definitely loss. think so. That was um, a preseason playoff team that all these guys were yeah. picking. And so that changes the atmosphere of, of potentially a Big Ten picture in the show. You know, West or East. If people are looking at how the West is doing now, everyone's going to say it's going to be the East. It's going to be Ohio right. State. It's going to be Michigan. That's it, who they're going to pick. It is. <laughs> but yeah. At the same time, I don't know how much of that you watched, but you stop the run game and you make Hornybrook have to work. This is what we've said yep. before, and you can beat them. Because yeah. I think we could do the same thing to them as long as we have yeah. a healthy Adrian Martinez. We, we talked about it last week, in fact, yes, that we you can stop the run game. It's, and it's make Hornybrook throw. Taylor is good. But that's how, you, that's how you beat Stanford. You stop Bryce Love. And Stanford, yep. tell you what, Stanford's going to lose in two weeks. 
Um, they're not going to be in the top ten anymore, so we'll get that here in a second. Uh, but yeah, Purdue lost to Missouri, so Purdue's got two, two lo- or three, three losses. They're zero three. They lost Northwestern, they lost to Eastern Michigan, and they lost yesterday uh, to. Missouri. And they play Boston College, who's ranked yep. this week, and they're going to lose. Yes. And then we play them, and they're going to lose. And Northwestern lost to Akron, thirty nine thirty four. Get this. I didn't know. That, I didn't know that until today. I did not yes. pay. I did not pay attention to that. You know, when you check scores, it's usually you're checking the ranked games oh, yeah. and. Yeah. I'm checking the Cubs game and so, all that, that type of stuff. So I did not Thorson, know that they lost to Akron. was 33 of 52. It's a lot of passes for Thorson. For a guy that can run, which once again tells you he's not 100%. 33. Yeah, he, he threw the ball 52 times. 52 times. 33 of 52 for three TDs, but he also had two interceptions. And he had a fumble lost. Mm-hmm. So he, he did not have a good game for them. And I think for them to be successful, he's got to play well. And now they've lost two games in a row. Uh, so they're one and two. Um, Rutgers, they're just terrible. Uh, Illinois lost to South Florida, twenty five nineteen. Oh, but South Florida well, was South good Florida last year. was good, and twenty five nineteen is not bad. No, and Charlie Strong has his team up and running. They're a fast tempo team. They really? have a high, they're usually high scoring. That's not bad. So they kept them to twenty five points. Okay. I think Illinois then, played. I think Illinois and Penn State play on Friday. Yes. Yep. Um, and then Maryland uh, lost to Temple, 35-14. So Maryland had a good couple games, and they lost yesterday. Yeah, so, they did. Wow. Um, so really, and then Nebraska-Detroit. So seven of those games were, were pretty big for the Big Ten, but the biggest one is definitely Wisconsin losing, um, and no one can deny that. Wisconsin losing is huge um, for the Big Ten West. I thought Wisconsin had a shot. I really did. I thought they had a shot to, to maybe go. Yeah. What, what, Taylor's a sophomore now? Yeah. Yep. So, so I mean, it'll still be still be good next year. Wisconsin, um, yeah. So Nick says Wisconsin's been overrated for years. Uh, we almost beat them two years ago. Yeah, we agreed. screwed we screwed that one up because we gave them an extra field goal chance. Um, yeah, we weren't good that year. Uh, yeah, we were good that year uh, two years ago. Totally agree. Uh, yeah. So um, uh, yeah. So we can play with them for sure. I yeah. think we can play with everybody that's left on our schedule. I think. But like Nick said, Ohio State is going to be tough. Can we compete with them? I think a lot better than we have in the past. I think this team without has more fight than what we've seen. So I think we can compete with them. I, I, it's going to be tough to win. Um, TCU, TCU hung with them really good last night, and then two critical mistakes in the end of, towards the end of the game, a stupid shovel pass, and then a, a punt that got blocked because of a poor snap and then poor execution by the punter as well. So um, TCU could have beat them last night, uh, but they have, they have three that guys. game end up 40-28? 40-28. But they got Mike Weber, they got Dobbins, and they got Haskins in the backfield. Wow. Wisconsin's defense is beatable. Their, or, uh, Ohio State's defense is beatable. Nick Bosa got injured yesterday as well. Um, so with Bosa being out, uh, I don't know. It, it was they said something about a hamstring uh, strain. So okay. he, he strain or groin. Sorry, groin. Oh, that's uh, tough. He's got a groin that's, injury. That's so tough. we'll see. And he, so he came back out and be a hundred percent. He came back out of the locker room just in, in Ohio State shirt and shorts. So he wasn't dressed when he came back out of the locker room. He looked extremely upset about it. Um, I mean, this guy's a force to reckon with on defense, but their right. defense still looked good. They still have good guys out there, but you can figure out a way to beat that defense, especially on the pass. Um, you have a good shot of winning the game, but uh, they are going to be hard to stay with. They're going to be hard to beat, and they're, they're going to be hard for anybody to beat. As much yeah. as I hate saying that, they are a good team this year, uh, and they, they've been for years, but they're a solid team. Yeah, I mean, they won three games without Urban Meyer. Not that that makes that big of a difference, especially because yeah. he's at practice. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I think uh, that's going to be our toughest game. But every other team that we play, they're beatable. You you figure out uh, every Wisconsin, team. Wisconsin one dimensional in the run game. Hornibrook is good, but he's not that good. Is he going to beat you with his arm the entire game? He's not going to do it. Right. Um, and they got a tough one this week. 
We'll get to that later, I guess. Yes. Um, so the Big Ten, I, that was definitely the big story from yesterday. It was the Big Ten, and I, it really faltered yesterday. It was a really rough day for the Big Ten. Um, I already talked about Nebraska. Let's talk about uh, you know the top teams. Top five teams won pretty easily. Uh, really, and, I mean, minus Ohio State, they had a challenge with TCU, but um, Ole Miss wasn't even a. a they, they're up seven nothing, ended up losing like sixty two to seven. <laughs> so I think the one person posted, "Hey, bright bright side for." Uh, uh, for Ole Miss, they didn't give up a score in the fourth quarter or something like that. I mean, they really? just something like Jeez. that. But they still had 62 points. I mean, that was just bad. So Ole Miss, but Ole Miss isn't isn't good. I didn't expect them to stay with Alabama. If anybody's going to beat Alabama, if anyone's going to beat Alabama, it's going to be LSU, LSU, yeah. and, or Georgia. I think mean, those and, two teams. And I mean, we'll get to it too. But A and M hung with Clemson, and they Alabama plays at Texas A and M this weekend. Mm-hmm. Or is it at Texas A and M? It is at Bama. Oh, it's at Bama? Damn it. Yeah, A&M right. at Bama. Right. But still, well, either way. Because um, A&M went to Clemson. It's true. Jeez, they had to play at Clemson. And at Bama. Welcome. Oh, no, 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 no. They, they played Clemson at home. Okay, I was going to say welcome Jimbo. <laughs> no, they played Clemson at home. Um, But, you know, Oklahoma squeaked by Iowa State. They beat them by 10. That was a close game. It was. It was on the same time as Nebraska. I was yep. kind of keeping up with it because the score was changing much yep. faster than Nebraska's. Um, Iowa State was hanging with them. Yeah, and they didn't have their quarterback from last year. He was out. It's true. Yep. I, I don't know. They've only played one other game, but um, their quarterback was out. So um, they they beat Oklahoma last year. Yep. So there was a there's a lot of talk around that this week, but especially because it was this game was in names. But uh, yeah, yeah, well, and Oklahoma looks pretty good. Yeah, Kyler Murray. I mean, he had a hell of a game. He was 21 of 29 for 348 yards. Three TDs and 77 rush yards. So, I mean, Kyler Murray, I mean, I was kind of uh, on the fence about him at the beginning of the year. Like, man, they had a lot, a lot of hype. His first game, he was 9 of 11 for like 200-some yards. I'm like, that doesn't really show who he is because you know he's not bombing the ball down right. for 30 yards per pass. So, I think Someone they need to watch out for is Oklahoma State. Yes. but And Oklahoma anyway. State beat Boise State yesterday? Pretty handily. Pretty handily. So, um, so really, I mean, Kyler Murray is the real deal. But LSU beating Auburn is the other big story from yesterday. Right. Um, so LSU was like 23, I think, at the beginning of the season. They beat Miami, who was 8 at the time. Miami drops to like 21. LSU jumps to 12, 11 or 12. 12. To 12. They were 12. Yeah, and then they go in and beat Auburn yesterday. Um, they had a, a field goal to win the game, and that was huge, 22-21. Um I mean, LSU, I mean, I think I even said it on the show last year, or last week, is I think LSU could win that game against Auburn. Uh, I talked to some other people in the during the week, and I said that's going to be, I think, one of the better games to watch is LSU-Auburn. It, it was funny because listening to different things throughout the week, everybody said, oh, Joe Burrow, you know, there was a lot of hype around him, but he, he's just been pretty average. And, I mean... He played pretty well. Bur- Burrow versus Stidham. I mean, a lot of people yeah. are high on Stidham. Everybody was like, you know, he's pretty average and, you know, Auburn this yeah. and Auburn that. Now, Auburn's Stidham, Stidham, Stidham is good, but. Yeah. Um, well, go on. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, so LSU wins with a field goal. Um, they jumped. They jumped. Uh, all the way to number six. All the way to number six. So they actually jumped Notre Dame. Stanford won. They jumped Notre Dame, although Notre Dame did win by five yesterday. Uh, another, beating Andy. another game that they now, barely won. Now, obviously, I didn't watch a lot of that game um, because I was on the road back to Omaha. But by, the time, by the time I turned it on, uh, they were driving the ball. Uh, Notre Dame scores. Vandy gets the ball back. And Vandy has a chance to score. They're, they're going downfield. And I believe with a little over a minute left, 
fourth down play. I think it's fourth and seven, fourth and eight. Fourth down play, quarterback throws a bullet, receiver goes up, catches the ball, comes down. I would call it a pass breakup by the defender, which really all he did was land on the guy when he hit the ground, and he happened to land on the ball as well, which squeaked out of the guy's arm on fourth down. That was yep. the game. Um, but it was a good defensive play. He was right there, but it was a better catch. Just didn't hold on to the ball, and boom, that's the game. So Vandy really had a good shot to end it uh, and potentially knock off Notre Dame last night, but they didn't. Um, here's and Wimbush was thirteen to twenty three for one hundred twenty two yards. They brought that's in really they, bad. They brought in Book, uh, their backup, who threw was three for three. He had a TD pass as well. Um, now Wimbush did have over eighty yards, uh, eighty four yards rushing and a TD. So. He, his rushing was good, but they're not going to win the game on rushing against teams with Wimbush. Eventually, he's either going to get I hurt mean, or they're going to have to rely on his arm as well. And right now, it's his consistency downfield and throwing the ball. He hasn't been consistent. He hasn't been on point, and it's going to hurt him when they play some of these other games. Yeah, what I've heard on the radio is not necessarily on the radio. Wherever, <laughs> multiple different things I listen to, but they said he's basically a, a running back playing quarterback. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And... Hasn't looked great. Yeah, but well, here, here's the thing. Notre Dame, listen up, Notre Dame fans. Maybe not many watching right now. I know maybe two that are going to see this. Three maybe. <laughs> um, Notre Dame, their schedule this year is not lot is not a lot different from what they usually have as far as the schedule. If they're going to run the table and make a shot at the playoff undefeated, this year is going to be the year. USC is not good. They lost to Texas yesterday, and Texas is not good. Um, so, and I'm not trying to lighten the the effect on the games, but really you have a chance because Stanford is not that good. You stop the run game, you can win. They're not putting up a lot of points. And Notre Dame has good defense. USC is not good. Um, I've seen them play a couple times, and they just they're not impressive. They have a freshman QB. He turns the ball over, um, and a lot of people are calling for Helton's head. But this is one of those things where you gotta pull him back. You got a young team yep. in USC. They've lost a lot of guys over the last couple of years, but USC is not the normal USC we're used to seeing. So if Notre Dame's going to win, it's going to be this year. And not yeah. win the playoff, but if they're going to go to the playoff and go undefeated, this year yeah. is gonna, is their year because of their schedule allows them to go undefeated because it's not the toughest schedule they've seen. I'm still calling a loss in Blacksburg. <laughs> okay. But what, what, I don't know what I, week that I is. Think, but. Yeah, it's later on. But, yeah, I mean, looking looking up and down their schedule, I mean, Florida State's absolutely trash this year. God, they're so bad. Um, they lost yesterday. I, I don't know switch. what other – call that one out. I'm not but. sure what other ACC teams they play, but they don't have to play Clemson. Uh-uh. Um, but they Virginia Tech, I think, is going to be the tough one. Might be the, the toughest match. Yeah. Um, and if they can win that one, you know, they're definitely going to be – I think they're going to beat Stanford. I think they're going to beat USC. So mm-hmm. those are your three toughest games on your schedule. I think you got a good shot to go undefeated. And I, that hurts me. Right here to even say it, uh, but it's true. They do. I think that Stanford game in two weeks will be a really close game, come down to the end, maybe even like an overtime type game. It, it, I think it'll be a good game, but once like again, both yeah. teams have kind of struggled to score points, yep. which they don't normally do. You don't see that as much with Stanford. You yeah. see it a little bit with Notre Dame, but Stanford typically puts up some more points. Love mm-hmm. is having a down year because people figure, hey, if we can stop Love, we can beat Stanford. Yeah. Um, it hasn't happened yet, but Stanford's a very beatable team. Um, All right, so what do we got this week? This next week, we got some good games going on. We got Penn State uh, ranked number 10 right now going to Illinois. Now, maybe it won't be a good game, but Illinois still has – they got some young talent on their team. They got some guys that are now a little bit older. They have some more experience. Um, it's at Illinois. 
It's on a Friday night. It could be kind of weird. We Penn. played Illinois at a Friday at Illinois on a Friday last year. I mean, Penn State struggled with Utah State. You just never know. I think this could be a more intriguing game. So it was Appalachian, Appalachian State. Or App State, State. sorry. Yeah, sorry, Utah yeah. State was, uh, was it Michigan State? Michigan State. Yeah, so um, Appalachian State. But it, it, Illinois, I, you just never know. You never know what's going to happen. I think Illinois could give them a challenge um, when Penn State comes to visit. Uh, you got number eight, Notre Dame, at Wake Forest. Wake Forest is one of those teams where they seem to be kind of up and down and up and down and up and down. Um, I don't think they're up right now. <laughs> um, no, but they, they've, but got, again, they've got film on Notre Dame from the last two weeks and this, to see how teams have been able to stop them. This is their first road game, too. Notre Dame's first road yeah. game. So um, I still think Notre Dame wins that game, but I, I'm interested to see what Wake Forest brings and how they plan to stop Wimbush. Because right now, without Wimbush, I, I mean, I don't know how Book is. He's only played a few snaps, and it seems I like... I think um, he's more of a... More of a pocket passer. Well, yeah, it seems yeah. like it seems like Brian Kelly wants to play him, but is not sure when to play him. Um, so I, I think he's got to figure that out because if Wimbush isn't doing it down the road, they're going to have to bring him book and play him more often. It is kind of crazy how that works, and I know we talked about this before, but they they seem to have some young quarterback always that plays well, mm-hmm. and then he plays well, and he plays well, and then the, and then the next year or whatever, they end up having somebody come in taking his place yep. because. Ever Golson's not performing very well. Yeah, uh, Malik Zaire. Zaire's not. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Um, then you got Nebraska, Michigan, and number nineteen, Michigan. So once again, I I think you guys should watch out for this game. Nebraska fans, watch this game. Uh, cheer on your Huskers. I think we I think we can win that game. I think if we clean up the turnovers, we clean up the penalties. We're gonna we are a solid team. We got to clean those two things up. I think we can win this game. I'm very excited about it. Yes. Yeah, so go Big Red. I was excited to play a top twenty team. <laughs> um, yeah, number 22, A&M going to Bama. Um, so going to Bama is going to be a tough test for him. But Jimbo, let's see what you got up your sleeve, man. You Yeah, it's the first time playing against Saban. Yep. This is going to be he, probably a rivalry down the, down the road for, yeah, for he, years to come. He enjoys those types of games. Uh, he's a good coach that can that can win games. So uh, we'll see what he can do against Saban. I think that's uh, – I mean, I talk about two coaches who have been coaching for a long time. I hope it happens because Alabama looks so good right now. I just – I don't want them to win again. I'm – I want somebody to beat them. Georgia, LSU, two teams that can do okay. it, um, if not A&M. Uh, number 17, TCU at Texas. Now, <laughs> I only put this game on here because I heard some people say yesterday, Texas is back. Uh, I don't know, maybe I was watching ESPN, but a couple of people like, Texas is back, they're back, and this and that. I'm like, no, they're not back. Um, they beat, uh, once again, a USC team who I think is not very good right now. Um, but you know, they won at home. Uh, TCU going to Texas, I don't think it's going to be any different. TCU, the way they hung with Ohio State, uh, which I was surprised by. I think they're going to destroy Texas. I don't think it's going to be close. Um, and then we got number 24, Michigan State at Indiana. Just It's a big-time matchup. Michigan State's one of those teams this year that's kind of yeah, like, I think mm, Indiana are they good? Okay. Are they bad? Indiana's doing okay. Uh, and they still, so, they still have Michigan State ranked in the top 25? 24, yes. 24, yeah, 24, 24 right now. Yep. Okay. So, that I mean, that could be a good game. Indiana, um, they could bring it, so we'll see what happens. Okay. Um, or that's going to be a blowout, one of the two. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Uh, we got uh, number 18, Wisconsin. Uh, number 18, so they dropped quite a bit. They did drop um, quite a bit. Which they should. They lost to an unranked non-conference opponent. Um, and then they go to Iowa, so they play at Kinnick Stadium. So yeah, you, you, mentioned, you mentioned before we got started, you got a, te- a lot of teams in the top 25 that have one loss. Yes, there's nine of the top 25 teams. That's why. And then, yes, Iowa hasn't really play- hasn't played anybody yet. But Iowa's 3-0, and and they're not in the top 25 yet. So They, they were in that other receiver. Others. They're like 26. Yeah, so this is a big opportunity for Iowa to come in and knock off Wisconsin, or, or Wisconsin to come into Iowa, and Iowa knock them off at home, and for them to jump probably 
in the mid teens, mid to upper teens. I mean, they could jump yeah. jump in the top twenty if they beat Wisconsin at home. Uh, but then that just leaves a big hole for Wisconsin. That puts Iowa as a top runner for the Big Ten West until yeah. Nebraska beats Michigan. I think at this point, anybody <laughs> the Big Ten West is so wide it's open. open. I mean, what it, Northwestern's in first because they beat Purdue. Because they beat Purdue, yeah. yeah. That's really it. Yeah, um, but they have, they're one and two, so I don't, I don't see that going anywhere. But uh, but yeah, so Iowa's got a big chance against Wisconsin this weekend. Um, then you got Arizona State at number ten Washington. A little bit of an intriguing game there. It's at it's Washington. It's a late game. It's, it's a, a late yeah, day in West Coast. Um, but we'll see what Jake Browning and Washington has against Arizona State in that last game. Um, did you purposely skip the one, the main event? Yes. Okay. Last talk. Okay. Um, so number seven, Stanford, goes to Eugene, Oregon, to play number 20, Oregon. Um, Oregon's going to win this game. That game is is going to be interesting. you got a high, typically a high-flying, high – Fast tempo Oregon against a Stanford who's pretty, pretty strategic in the way they play their games. They're not a fast tempo team. They take their time. They're very, very set in their ways on how they run plays. And you got an Oregon team who just goes, goes, goes. Right. Um, once again, you stop Bryce Love. Yeah, and that's your goal. Stop Bryce Love. Stanford defense isn't bad though. It just depends on how Oregon's defense is. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we were able to put up 35 on them last year yep. uh, with, or was it 35? Did we lose 42, 35? I think something like that, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, I think or if Oregon can, can stop Stanford the way that, you know, some of these other teams have kind of slowed them down, yeah. then I think uh, I think that Oregon wins this game. Yeah, it's going to be, I think that's going to be a fun game. Um, so, yeah, so that's, a, uh, that's the evening game, Stanford-Oregon. It's maybe a seven o'clock game. It's at Oregon, uh, but it's being, being played a little earlier on ABC. So probably be game day. Uh, I don't know. I guess I yes, they are going to Eugene. They are. Okay. They're going to Oregon for that game. Um, so watch out for that game. But I think the Big Ten really needs to redeem themselves this next week. Um, have you know teams like Nebraska show up, and if even if we don't win, play better. Clean up some of those mistakes. Um, and then you got obviously yeah, the other I mean, Big Ten teams. We just can't be losing to non-conference unranked opponents. It doesn't look good right. for the conference. I, but. I mean. <laughs> We've talked about it. I do, even though we lost, I feel like the effort is still much better than it has been. Yes. Um, especially on defense, wow. Um, no, it's just interesting. Like I said, nine of the top 25 teams have a loss, which is, is weird. Mm-hmm. But you have a team you have a team like uh, Auburn. And, yeah, okay, you lost by a point. I get it. But you dropped two spots? Two spots. I to, mean, to an LSU team who is now, yes, 3-0, and but they started the season at 23 and got a big jump for beating just, an overrated Miami it just team. Makes it, it just makes it what, seem so ridiculous with these rankings. Which is why the rankings really suck, and we've talked about that before. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you have teams like Iowa. You have teams like Colorado, teams that are undefeated at this point in time in the season, and I haven't cracked the top 25. I mean, yeah, okay, BYU, you, you beat Wisconsin, yeah. but you have a loss. Yeah. You lost last week, but they still have them cracked top twenty-five. Yeah. I get it. Well, it's a playoff contender that you just beat on the road, but that that doesn't give chances to any other teams because you put the teams like Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State in the top five, top ten, top fifteen. You put those teams in there at the beginning of the season before they play a game, and their first three games are against nobodies. First two or three games, they don't play anybody, and yet they are still up there. It doesn't matter how much or how how big they win those games or how little they lose or win those games. 
anybody behind them is going to struggle to do anything in the top 25 because they already get ranked at a certain point before the season starts because they think they're going to be that good. Oh, don't so get me wrong. Yeah. I mean, Alabama, Georgia, Ohio yeah, State, they, they are the top teams. Yeah. And I don't know if you saw, Georgia did jump Clemson for the number two spot. They did. Yep. Um, which I would probably agree with. Yep. I watched a little bit of Clemson. I think they only end up winning like 38-7. to But yep. um, now I Texas got one boat. Or no, was it Florida State or Texas that got one boat to be in the top? Oh, Florida Last State. week, it was yeah, Florida State. Florida State. Now, Texas, they beat number 17, USC. <laughs> they're gonna, I, bet, I bet you anything they're going to jump in the top 25. That's, well, I don't think they did. They didn't this week. I bet you. I bet you they will though. Someone's going to be posted. Someone's going to be putting them in the top twenty-five. I don't know if they got any votes for this week. I didn't but see that. I, I wouldn't be shocked. Might. I bet they got. If some they votes. beat TCU, I mean, you went back to back. Oh, they will. Top, top twenty teams. teams. Yeah. I mean, okay. Yeah. Sure. But Texas isn't back. Uh, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> you know what? I, and I've heard, I've heard talk about you know. From national from national media posts and and writers and different things like the sport of college football is better as a whole when teams like Nebraska, Texas, Notre Dame when those teams are good. Yes. So as much as we hate some of those teams, if we're gonna come back to what we used to be, we're hopefully gonna be playing some of those teams. Yes. We know. And we when know it comes down, good, yeah. when it comes down to it. If we make the playoff a few years down the road, how cool would it be if we played Texas in the playoff? Yeah. If we played Notre Dame in the playoff, something like that. That'd be yeah. awesome. Yeah. Even if we lose the game, it'd be awesome. Yeah. I mean, teams are going to get better. They're going to have down years. They're going to have a decade where they're down. You just is it, the expectation. Alabama is going to get there where they have a down year or two or three in a row. It's going to happen, and it may not happen for a couple more years still. But and it may not happen until Saban retires. Yes, but it's going to happen, and and people you know, once again, Husker fans. Keep your heads on, man. We, yeah. we got this. Um, we're going to be fine. Frost is going to be fine. The team's going to be fine. They're holding themselves accountable. They're going to be fine. It's year one. We talked about it 100 yes. times. And it sucks. Be, be mad. That's fine. I'm mad, too, that we lost. I'm mad that I, I yeah, remember the last pissed. time I saw the Huskers win a game at home, um, like actually being at the game. I don't they, know lost the last six home, they lost six home games in a row now. Yeah, so I don't know the last time I saw them win at home uh, for games I've been to. So it, it's, it sucks, and it's not fun. Don't be depressed. Don't go see a therapist. Um, you know, <laughs> throw some cold water on you. Relax. Drink a beer and say, we're good. Yeah. We're good. We're, we're going to go into Michigan. We're going to finish the season out. We're going to have a good we're season. We're not back yet, but we're going to be. We're going to be. Once again, you see us later in the season, you're going to see a different team than you saw the first two games. And lessen like those turnovers. Like Frost said, get us early. Yep. Because after that, boy, I'm coming for you. So, um, anyways, that's all I got. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Um, Just uh, keep your heads up, heads lick up. your wounds, and we'll be lick back this wound. week. Got a top 20 team that we're playing. Get excited. Go Big Red. I'm Matt. I'm Jimmy. (laughs) Soon enough, we'll be playing these top 25 teams when we're right there. We're in the top top 25. 25, So, Go Big Red. Go Huskers. I'm Matt. I'm Jimmy. We're two average guys. Thanks for joining, everyone.